Welcome to a Capgemini podcast on hybrid cloud. This is part of a cloud podcast series, and today it's my great pleasure to be joined by cloud experts, Capgemini's own Luke Harrigan and VMware's Amar Mohammed. Welcome. Thank you very much for the introduction. So my name is obviously Luke Harrigan. I look after cloud services, namely our Capgemini cloud platform, uh, which is Capgemini's multi-tenant uh, cloud solution, um, including the areas we're here to talk about today, hybrid cloud and uh, general public cloud. Great. Well, it's great to, to have you have you on board. Amar, could you uh, tell us about your uh, yourself and your role, please? Absolutely. Um, so Amar Mohammed, um, I am the Vice President for Cloud Sales Strategy Planning and Operations at uh, VMware. Um, I've been in um, fortunate enough to be at VMware for uh, about two years, but prior to that, um, I was at uh, AWS for a couple of years, and prior to that, Microsoft for over 15 years. Glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Great. Well, it's uh, it's great to have you joining us, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to the, our, our conversation. So... I think a good place to start would be in defining hybrid cloud. You know, as in, there are so many prevailing misconceptions about hybrid cloud, including, you know, hybrid cloud is a third and new type of cloud. It can't deliver the same quality of performance as on-premise IT infrastructure. Hybrid cloud isn't secure. Hybrid cloud environments are the same. So with so many misconceptions, I think it might be important for us to first start with the definition of, of hybrid cloud. Uh, perhaps we could uh, start with Luke. I agree. It's one of those terms that's in the marketplace is often um, talked about. I go and visit clients all the time that um, say hybrid cloud, but can mean many different things. In the definition that I'm, I'm talking about, hybrid cloud is um, where you have a client that is looking for uh, public cloud services generally. They're already on the journey with one of the major providers, AWS, Azure, Google. Um, but they've also got usually an on-prem um, set of infrastructure or a, an alternative cloud solution. They're looking to link together into a standardized service um, to bring together the, the opportunity and the, and the benefit that bringing these cloud platforms together will actually deliver. Great, great. Do you have uh, something to add, uh, Amar? Um, yeah, I think just the clarification um, that everybody defines hybrid differently. For some customer, hybrid cloud is about leveraging um, you know, uh, their existing infrastructure or existing data centers with what they got going in the cloud. Um, for other customer, it's about um, hybrid um, application where application has to stay on-prem, but it be able to burst or scale into cloud um, as the demand um, increases for that application or infrastructure need ex um, uh, expand. Um, for other customer, hybrid is about just building hybrid application where part of the application um, stack or a tier reside on-prem, let's say a database or, um, or storage, and then part of the application, perhaps the web layer or application layer reside in the cloud. All of them, I would say, are still good definition or consistent definition of hybrid. Um, depends on the customer use case or scenario. I see. I see. So, so I guess the the strength of hybrid is that it can be kind of bespoke and and um, it gives the agility for each organization. You know, it's sort of it, it's not a case of one size fits all. Exactly. 
Okay, so uh, let's talk about the the current market trends for for cloud adoption. Um, maybe uh, again, we can we can start with with Luke. What what exciting developments do you see, and what are the the sort of market trends, uh, the current market trends? From where, um, from our view, the cloud market is obviously growing. Um, the areas of growth are everyone knows about around the public cloud and working with the the hyperscale providers. But for Capgemini and, and what we see. The primary growth is in the hybrid cloud market. This is generally because people who have managed to or build a new company or a recent um, stand-up of a company, they may have gone uh, directly to cloud and be running all of their servers on public cloud. But the vast majority of our clients today aren't in that position. Uh, the marketplace still has clients that have data centers full of equipment and are looking for a journey to cloud, but realize there are steps that they need to take to get there. So when we talk to clients, they are generally have data centers full of equipment. They want to take the cloud journey, but they want to do it over a period of time. They don't want to do it incredibly quickly, you know, due to cost and other elements. And they're looking for opportunities to build capability that allows them to enable their business to adopt cloud services but also factor in the fact that they won't be able to get out of their data centers overnight. Amar, um, what are your thoughts on, on this? I observe um, there are three major trends that are happening in customer cloud journey. One of them, which um, they classify as, as Luke pointed out, the data center evacuation where customers are looking to evacuate out of their data center. And the second one is um, uh, not complete evacuation of data center because not every customer can do it or it's too complex. It's the hybrid adoption, and this is where the area that is growing uh, the, the fastest um, of how I can leverage what I have on-prem and make it work with the uh, public cloud providers. And then the third is what they call um, uh, cloud-first, where um, everything else that I am running as is is perfectly fine. Any new application that I build has to be built in the cloud-first um, on the newer technology or microservices or Kubernetes and so on uh, so that I can have uh, ultimate scale uh, and agility on those applications. So those are the three major trends I see. Um, when it comes to data center evacuation, um, what customers expect um, or when they start the journey, they expect that I will be able to evacuate my data center, reduce my TCO, and, um, and just run everything um, in a cloud like a utility model. Uh, where the reality is actually very different. Um, their costs do not come down right away as they start their journey to the cloud. And uh, instead, actually, it goes up significantly while they're going through the migrations. And the reason for that has to do with the fact that they have started to pay for two infrastructure. They already have their on-prem infrastructure, and they have already started to pay for cloud um, as they start their migration journey. And their costs do not come down until the last virtual machine leaves that premise, until the last application leaves that premise. And as we have experience in cloud migration, these migrations are extremely complex and, um, and, and, and have a lot of dependency. So the migration project tends to slide quite a bit, which means their cost never actually comes down. So it becomes a very, very cost prohibitive offering or solution for a customer to um, um, migrate out of data center. And hence, we have seen even more customers now looking to do hybrid um, uh, uh, cloud uh, adoption, 
so they can leverage what they have on-prem and make it seamlessly work with, um, uh, with, with cloud um, and have the same agility and flexibility without exploding their cost significantly. It's such an interesting term um, to me, that of data center evacuation. It really does uh, imply a, a pressing need. You know, this evacuation is kind of, you know, pressing and, and it's like an emergent thing. And I, I suppose the idea of, you know, for, of cloud migration for many organizations is that it's, it is a pressing thing. It is, it is. And, and there are certain what I call compelling events or factors that play into it. Um, some of it has to do with their um, leases on their existing data center that are up for renewal, and they're not in a position to extend that lease for another 10 years or five years or even so, or their colo facility um, is coming to an end of its term. Um, and sometimes it's just because of the aging hardware and customers are not in a position to make another big capital expenditure. Um, to refresh that hardware. So all of those things go into creating a pressing need or urgency to evacuate out of data centers. And I suppose that leads us on quite naturally to the benefits of hybrid cloud. I know we touched upon uh, agility briefly, but Luke, perhaps you could uh, start us off on the benefits of hybrid cloud approach. So obviously Capgemini is a service company um, at, uh, at our core, and one of the, the key areas that we are working with our clients on is how they can um, improve their business agility and they can improve their, their general time to deliver the, the technical projects that um, they need for their business. So for hybrid cloud, we try and take a an approach that says that if we can bring together these multiple platforms, these multiple services into one view and bring together the benefits of public cloud providers onto, for example, um, on-prem um, infrastructure, then that has got a really positive impact on that client. Also, when we look at standardization, across the estate uh, so those clients can log into a single portal a single place and start viewing um, their information as a whole see side by side the likes of their vmware environment next to their their aws environment as an example um, creating that single view for them the other benefit that we uh, we really try and talk to clients about and has been um, talked about on this call is applications and where clients are looking for a hybrid solution um, we have clients today who will um, have looked to replatform their application to the cloud but in doing so want to continue to run it as an on-prem and in cloud solution until they're confident about the performance the speed the uh, capabilities of the cloud so they won't risk turning off that uh, legacy application until it has been migrated over and doing things in a hybrid way and um, sharing tools sharing process sharing um, capability allows clients to do that so hybrid for us is really important enabler to business it is part of the journey as we see it to um, you know a kind of a cloud-centric approach, um, but it is one of those steps that enables a business to look at purely the benefits of integrating their legacy systems with the new cloud systems. You know, for the last nine to 10 years or so I've been in this industry in cloud, um, I have seen a lot of marketing presentation with animations of VM going from on-prem to cloud and cloud back to on-prem. And no offense to marketing, but none of these have been a reality. 
Um, you cannot take a VM residing in on-prem and seamlessly move it to cloud. And when you want to bring it back on-prem, um, that has just not been true. And the reason for that is everything customers are running on-prem from an infrastructure, call it a hypervisor layer, has been very different what runs in the cloud. A majority of the customers run vSphere on-prem. Um, and when you look at um, public cloud vendors, AWS runs on a completely different hypervisor or customized version of Zen hypervisor. Azure doesn't even run on Hyper-V. Azure runs a customized version of Server 2008. Um, so if customers are running vSphere on-prem or very few that runs a Hyper-V, they cannot even take their existing VM as is and move it to cloud. You have to go through refactoring or migration to turn them into cloud compatible. And once you have done that, you cannot bring it back on-prem. And that has been the biggest blocker for customers to seamlessly implement hybrid um, for their data center. Yeah, and um, also if we could maybe talk about the sort of security benefits as well. I mean, with backup and disaster recovery being key hybrid cloud drivers. Uh, Luke? One of the concerns going back to you know really when we started talking to clients around public cloud was the risk of um, the movement to uh, up to an AWS and Azure environment people were very comfortable and familiar with a data center that had a security guard at the door that they could walk in and physically go and touch the servers I used to run data centers and I would often get asked by people on tours if they could visit the cloud um, which is always you know an interesting conversation I don't know what people are expecting to see when we walked up to a, a lot of racks of equipment um, but they, there was a lot of nervousness. You're moving from something you can physically see and touch to potentially some uh, a location you don't even know the address of, which sounds very dramatic way of putting it. But this is the this is the message we were getting from from many of our clients was that they they feel they're losing an element of control. I think with with the partnership with with VMware uh, and VMC has been has been talked about already on here. Um, we're able to give clients a level of confidence around um, access to their environments and how they can see their environments working really through the integration of security solutions, cloud-centric security solutions, um, making sure that a client can see that uh, environments are configured correctly. And by using technology and systems that they are familiar with, uh, be that their existing internal IT who've been very familiar with VMware over the years and working with that platform and then exposing the platforms across a more hybrid estate. This is bringing a level of confidence to our clients around the security elements. Um, obviously, the additional monitoring and management that we put in place uh, around the uh, the offers at Capgemini um, sells is just sitting on top of what is a trusted uh, solution around uh, security services. So it, it's kind of clear what um, organizations uh, with cloud migration as a priority are, are moving towards. But And perhaps, uh, Amar, you could lead off on this one. What are they moving away from? What are the challenges, particular challenges, of, of traditional infrastructure management? The biggest challenge I see in when you, when you have a traditional infrastructure, customers have to build their capacity for the peak demand. So customers make large capital investment in chunks perhaps every year, perhaps every couple of years, um, to increase capacity and build their data centers 
but they have to build it for the peak capacity. So for example, if I'm a retail customer, I have to be able to have my capacity handle the Black Friday. If I am in uh, financial services, um, accounting or insurance firm, I got to be able to do end of year, end of quarter activity. So my capacity is built for the peak and for the most majority of the time or most of the year, or most of the quarter, I am not utilizing that capacity. So there is a lot of what I call opportunity cost to um, um, building capacity on-prem um, that is goes wasted. And this is where the hybrid or cloud brings a value proposition in general that you can scale up and down your capacity and meet your infrastructure um, capacity to the demand curve of your workloads. Um, and it looks good on paper, but the reality is if you do it 100% on the cloud, it becomes very expensive very, very quickly uh, because of that agility comes with a very hefty price tag. Um, so the best of both worlds is when you implement hybrid. When I say implement hybrid, if you build your on-prem capacity instead of being above your demand curve, if you build it just below your demand curve, meaning once you figure out what is the sustained usage, of your infrastructure demand is, and you build your capacity so you're always running on between 80 and 95% um, utilization, you're getting most out of your on-prem asset and you can fine tune and optimize that and turn it into a true private cloud. And for all of your peaks and valleys of your demand curve for your infrastructure need or application need, you can leverage cloud for that. So this is where you get best of the both world, a true hybrid environment when you can seamlessly move your workload back and forth between cloud, um, uh, on-prem and cloud, and um, have the agility of uh, expanding and contracting your data center on the fly. You cannot do that with only on-prem, and if you do that with only cloud, it becomes very expensive. It's really, of course, uh, it's wonderful having such expert guests on cloud and particularly yeah, hybrid cloud. So uh, I'll take this opportunity to ask uh, my guests about the best practices, uh, in their opinion, of, of hybrid cloud management. Yeah, so some of the best practices I see um, obviously has to do with how do you size the workloads, how do you size your application needs, and then also how do you implement the security um, of your workload and 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 implementing that through um, you know what we call network virtualization through NSX um, is um, simplifies or having that consistency of the security that you can have in the cloud of really isolating um, you know or having micro segmentation of your network in the cloud as well as on prem so having that consistency of um, of security posture in the cloud as well as on prem. Um, gives you what I call the better security posture across the board. Um, and then uh, automation um, of how much you need to can or how much um, you can automate your um, elasticity or, or, or workload management and patching and update. Um, this is what gives you the highest efficiency and agility of, hey, can I quickly and automatically provision additional capacity in the cloud as my demand increases or as I get unexpected uh, additional user or usage demand? And then um, the other piece that I say in, in, in building uh, your cloud is trying to keep it as agnostic as possible or vendor agnostic as possible um, so that you have that flexibility, not that you would have the need to move, jump from one cloud vendor to the other, but having the um, flexibility or, or not locked in into a particular technology, which um, kind of forces you in in a particular direction um, would be another one of them. <clears throat> 
Um, and then, um, you know, I touched on the capacity planning initially, uh, and this is where cloud kind of gives you a little bit more leeway or more flexibility. It's not like on-prem where you can order um, servers and you have to just live with your uh, capacity. In, in cloud, you have the ability to start something on demand um, just to see what your usage pattern will look like and then slowly turn those into more reserve capacity so that you can get some of the cost benefit of reserving capacity and be able to um, tune it up and down based on your needs. So those are some of the what I call uh, basic practices, um, for best practices for adopting hybrid cloud. What What is your opinion, Luke, of, of the the best practices of hybrid cloud management, and, and how you go about from things? from our perspective, from how we approach it with uh, offers like CCP, the general best practice that uh, for us um, is more focused around how you can really look for uh, the business impact, the business areas of benefit. So best practices to look at your, um, start really with what you're looking to achieve for your end user estate. Um, what are you looking to achieve from this general journey that you're on? Um, and start from there. Don't start with the technology as such. Don't start looking at the tools because that will lead you to uh, the right place if you start from more of a business angle. So our clients will generally be looking at application, which I know that uh, we've talked about here and, and the strengths of, of VMware in supporting the application space. In the approach to re-platforming and looking at applications, make sure that you are clear on um, what your, your intention is with this. And what I mean by that is a lot of Clients who are looking at application migration to the cloud are doing so for um, to utilize that in that pre-existing infrastructure to move potentially out of one data center in a single location to hosting applications that maybe need to be accessed from um, locations around the world. Going to a hybrid cloud strategy allows you to do this at the lowest risk because you obviously have your existing application running and slowly adopt more focused cloud services. So best practice for, for us is to do engage with um, you know your your development teams and look at what they're trying to achieve. Look at how um, the cloud strategy that you're looking to adopt can support your business goals and then work with... Um, the likes of Capgemini and, and VMware on making sure that um, you have the correct infrastructure and you have the correct strategy in place. And I think that might be a good place to stop because we're coming to the end of our time here for this podcast on hybrid cloud. I found it very interesting. I hope our listeners have too. So thank you so much to um, VMware's Amar Mohammed and, and thank you to Capgemini's Luke Kerrigan. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Join us next time. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.